Welcome back to the Fieldhouse. We are about ready to start second half action in this District 16 Girls Championship game. The winner of this game will move on to the sectional round of the state tournament and play at Liberty North High School next Tuesday. So we'll open up the second half. The Bulldogs on offense moving left to right as we view the court. Skip pass into Quinn Weekly on the right elbow. She looks for Caroline Cuddy as the Caroline Kelly as the cutter. Caroline comes all the way around the basket back to handoff. Now Caroline from the right baseline wants a three, and she'll get a three. Caroline Kelly didn't cool off in that halftime locker room. Comes out with her 14th point, and the Bulldogs are one for one on offense here in the second half. Bulldogs still in that 2-3 zone as we get it deep into Herrera. And Herrera goes up with the right hand. Ball bounces twice off the side iron and comes down to Braylon Rivera. Just a little strong from Herrera. Good start for the Bulldogs here. Caroline gets a three. They tried to run a set to her, and it, it didn't work out. And She popped out to three-point line and said, well, let's try this. Benton in a man-to-man. Abby Couch on the left wing. Dribbles strong, wants to drive, pulls it back at the elbow. Got nobody to pass it to. Now she throws it over to Caroline Kelly on the right wing. Caroline dribbles, stops, pops, and misses side iron. Braylon Rivera there with the offensive rebound. Throws back out to Abby Couch, but it's stolen by Benton's Jada Cox. And Cox comes down the left side of the floor, but she's cut off by Maddie Taylor and Abby Couch. I think Braylon could have gone underneath the basket for an easy layup if she'd have just turned over her left shoulder, but she looked for Abby outside. So Benton on offense. Peyton Anderson throws it over, and now inside to... Herrera, or Bright, and Herrera gets the offensive rebound, and the putback is missed, but Quinn Weekly got her on the arm, and Herrera will go to the free throw line as that's Quinn's first foul on the night. You know, the Cardinals had, had one offensive possession, maybe two in the first, uh, that one that one that they scored on down low, and that was the, the really the first time that we've had a, they've had a person down there underneath the basket that was wide open for a second chance opportunity. First team foul in the Bulldogs. In the second half, as Herrera made the first and a pure swish on the second. Fourth point for Herrera on the night, well short of her 13-point average. Caroline Kelly dribbles the ball in her left hand, calmly walking down the left side to the left wing. In, in deep is Quinn Weekly. She gets the ball in, and it's blocked out of bounds by Benton. As her right... And Jada Cox were there to close on Quinn. That was almost a set-you-up play there, the way Caroline was being real methodical with her dribbles and real slow getting to, the, getting to a spot. Here's a throw into Quinn Weekly from about 15. She misses it, but Maddie Taylor runs down the offensive rebound, gets it to Caroline. She wants the three, stops, pops, and hits. Caroline Kelly, no hesitation on that drive, took two dribbles to her left after the handoff for Maddie Taylor and popped her 17th point of the night. Bulldogs 27 Benton 12. I'd love to be that confident in something that I do, Andy. She just pulls up and shoots it with absolute confidence. She knows it's going in when she lets that thing fly. Here's a drive to the baseline by Alyssa White, and closing in on defense was Braylon Herrera, and they're going to get Braylon with a foul on the body. Braylon's first foul of the night, and the second team foul on the Bulldogs. Benton throws in on the baseline. Herrera with a run-handed one running one-hander and scores. We don't want to get her heated up as that's her sixth point of the night for the Cardinals. Bulldogs 27, Cardinals 14. Bulldogs up by 13. Caroline Kelly 
Goes over, and now Benton kind of in a matchup zone here. As Abby Couch drives to the right side, throws up a shot, misses. Maddie Taylor with the rebound, putback misses. Ball's tapped about, and we're going to have a jump ball as Bright and Weekly met at the ball, both four hands on it, and the possession arrow favors the Cardinals. You'd like to see us gather ourselves a little bit more on those offensive boards and, I don't and think get Maddie, a better shot up. I don't think Maddie thought she had a lot of time to put that put that ball back up before it might have gotten blocked. She was in there with some of the taller girls from Benton, so she thought she had to put it up quickly. Here's a three from Benton from the right wing, misses, and four Carney Bulldogs there for the rebound. That three put up by Peyton Anderson. And four. Benton's just looking for some life, aren't they, right now? 4.54 to go. Bulldogs up by 13, still 27 to 14. Abby Couch on the left baseline. Dribbles right. Pick and roll for Quinn. Dribbles once, and she's going to get called for steps as she drugged that pivot foot. She was trying to get between two Benton defenders and would have had an easy look, but she took steps. Quinn just needs to settle herself down. She's a senior with a lot of basketball experience who's going to the University of Northwest Missouri on a track scholarship. Here's an entry pass into Herrera for Benton. Puts up the shot. Rivera and Weekly there. Partial block, and the rebound comes down to Caroline Kelly. 4.24 remaining. Caroline dribbles between her legs. Nowhere to go, so she backs it back out. Gets a screen from Quinn Weekly and a screen from Braylon Herrera. And as she was trying to throw a pass in, ball was deflected by Jada Cox of Benton, but it went off of Caroline. So it'll be a turnover on the Bulldogs. Caroline's first turnover of the game as the primary ball handler with four minutes left to go in the second half. That's a pretty good night when it's just your first turnover in the second half. Benton on offense, deflection by Braylon Rivera. And it's going to be off of Benton as Peyton Anderson was trying to catch that ball before it went out of bounds. I think, I'm not sure if she didn't see Braylon hit it or deflect it or if it went off another Benton player, but it'll be a turnover on the Cardinals. you got to love Caroline saying, thanks for picking me up after that last possession. Bulldogs with the ball. Braylon Rivera, top of the key, trying to set up a play to Caroline. Caroline gets it at the elbow. She drives strong, puts up a shot, fouled, and it rolls in. Caroline Kelly from the hip with the right hand on the right block. It's going to be fouled and go to the line for an and one. I mean, she's just too much right now. They really don't have an answer for her. They've thrown two or three different girls at her to try and defend her, and she just has taken every single one of them. That time it was Alyssa White from Benton who drew the foul. And Caroline at the free throw line, a pure swish. 30-14 to 14 Bulldogs, and they are cruising here in the third quarter with 3.38 remaining in this District 16 championship game. Benton swinging the ball around the perimeter, trying to find a place to probe this 2-3-8 defense from the Bulldogs. Bulldogs shuffling their feet well, covering ground. Three was thought about, now an entry pass into the right block to Lauren Bright. And Braylon Herrera is going to get her with the body. The third team foul on the Bulldogs and the second on Rivera. She'll come out. Quinn Weekly will replace her. I'm sure Coach Ressler and Assistant Coach Mindy Gray had some tips for Quinn as she gets into that low block so she can uh, score the ball on offense. Here's a drive by Benton and a kick out for a three from the left corner. Misses strong. Maddie Taylor corrals the rebound for the Bulldogs. 
you know, they're, they're not playing 2-3 very much. It's something new, and so Quinn's, Quinn's doing the best she can, you know. She's got a lot, of, something she's, a lot of ground to cover, yeah. covering both sides of the paint. Something she hasn't played in a while, so. Maddie Taylor, left wing, gets a screen from Kenzie Hoffman. Now over to Abby Taylor on the right block. Abby backs it back out to Caroline, top of the key. Caroline holds the ball over her head. Now swing pass to Kenzie, Kenzie Hoffman, who thought about a three. Now she's going to back up, nope, and give it back to Caroline. She had a couple opportunities there to stop and pop, but she just decided against it. Caroline, a swing pass out to Weekly for a 17-footer. Missed side iron, and rebound comes down to Lafayette and Bright. 2.24 remaining. Bulldogs by 16, 30-14. to 14. Benton swinging it around the perimeter. Bulldogs clogging up the middle. Benton really has no other alternative other than to swing it around and try to get it into that short corner. Here's a baseline jumper by Herrera that misses. Quinn Weekly there for Carney with the rebound. Two minutes remaining. Bulldogs up 30-14. to 14. Caroline Kelly, a little skip pass to Abby Couch. Abby drives, but is cut off. Dribbles it back out to the right block or the right wing. Now to Quinn Weekly between the circles. Kenzie Hoffman over into the left baseline for about an 18-footer. Missed it. Battled for the rebound, but it came down to Herrera and Benton. Now Benton, bounce pass, top of the key. Entry pass cut off by Kenzie Hoffman, but it fell right into. Kiara Herrera's hands, and she had a wide-open left-handed layup, and she converts yeah, we for call, eighth point of the night. We call those bad luck baskets sometimes. You know, you, you do a good job on defense, get a deflection, it just happens to fall into the offensive hands where there's not much you can do. Not bad defense on that play. Maddie Taylor from the right wing for three. Misses strong. Rebound comes down to Kenzie Hoffman. Kenzie on the left wing gives it back to Caroline Kelly. Caroline wants to drive, now kicks back to Maddie Taylor, over to Abby Couch on the right baseline. Yeah, now, now Benton's really kind of tiring a little bit, and yeah. they've uh, moved into a, that matchup zone they were in earlier, trying to keep two players with eyes on Caroline the whole time, and everybody else is just kind of spread out on the floor. Yeah, Bulldogs just seem real comfortable on the offensive end right now. It's yeah. almost like they know they can get really whatever they want. 34 seconds left, Maddie Taylor. Standing on the collar of the Bulldog at half court, not being guarded. Now I'll hand it back to Caroline. Caroline with uh, defense of Lauren Bright picks her up. Back to Maddie Taylor. 21 seconds left. Third quarter. Bulldogs just kind of passing it back and forth. Nobody is ever more than three feet away from Caroline Kelly. But she still has double digits in points. Now we're going to get a foul on Benton. It's going to be the third team foul and the fourth on Alyssa White, a 5'6 junior, junior guard who's a starter. So she'll have to come out of the game. She'll be replaced by Olivia Walters. And Abby Couch with 10.3 seconds left will throw in on the sideline to Maddie Taylor. Taylor, eight seconds left. Wants to dribble right. Throws it over to Holst over in the right wing. She misses it. Caroline Kelly gets it back. Puts up a three, but it wasn't out of her hands before the buzzer sounded. So a nice third quarter by the Bulldogs. See them score nine points. And the Cardinals score five, or excuse me, six. And we'll go to the fourth quarter with the Bulldogs up by 14, 30 to 16. We'll be back with fourth quarter Bulldog basketball on the Bulldog Radio Network. If you're ready to freshen up your logo or website, or if it's time to create a complete branding campaign, Mike Davis Creative Services has the tools and 
expertise to help you build a powerful marketing message. We're in the business of creating web graphics, logo design, product brochures, social media, video, and radio spots designed strategically to stand apart and resonate with your customers. 816-584-1025 or visit our website at MikeDavisCreative.net. Eight minutes remain, and 14 points is the difference between your Kearney Bulldogs and the Cardinals of St. Joe Benton between a District 16 championship trophy. Your Bulldogs with the lead. That third quarter kind of ground to a halt as Benton really showed no urgency in cutting into that Kearney lead. They did slightly as the Kearney halftime lead was 11, but the Bulldogs still comfortably ahead, 30 to 16. Here's a drive by Caroline Kelly, a run, running one-hander off glass and good. Caroline Kelly with her 22nd point on the night has met her average and now Benton on offense. Carney's still in that 2-3 zone, extending it a couple of feet past the three-point line, not letting Benton really get any good looks inside. Here's a lob pass inside to number 30 for Benton. She tries to get it back out, and a shot's put up and scored by Olivia Walters as there were three or four Bulldogs surrounding her, but she was able to get the ball off glass with a left-handed score. Yeah, Benton, Benton finally found a bucket underneath, but they're going to have to do a whole lot. They're going to have to start getting stops on the... Uh, on the defensive end of the court. Trading baskets at this point isn't, isn't doing too much good. Abby Couch gives it to Braylon Rivera on the left elbow. Caroline with a step back three, got it. Yes. Caroline Kelly, 25 on the night. And you can not <laughs> stop her, you can only hope to contain her. Yeah, yeah at this point, what in the world do you do if you're, if you're bitten? Don't need the bench tonight if Caroline's going to drop 25 on you with six minutes left in the fourth quarter. Entry pass stolen, Abby Couch. And we're going to get a foul as Abby, nope. The crowd groans as the official put one hand up and then put two thumbs up as Abby looked like she had a clean hold on that ball as she was trying to get an outlet pass to Caroline Kelly. And the possession arrow goes to Benton. So with 6.34 left. Benton scored on their last possession. We'll throw in from the baseline. Nice defense there by Caroline Kelly as Benton entered it in. Here's a drive and a dish and a kick out. No shot available. Carney really plugging up the middle and staying around that perimeter. Here's a shot put up by Benton. Missed. Uh, Maddie Taylor comes down with the rebound for Carney. And that drive by Jada Cox, a little bit too strong. I think she was expecting contact and didn't have any and threw it up there too strong. Six minutes remaining. Quinn Weekly back to Caroline Kelly. Caroline wants another three. Misses side of the backboard. Didn't draw iron. Rebound down to Benton. Benton's going to push, but Carney gets back well on defense and sets up that 2-3 zone. Nice job of transition defense there by the Bulldogs. Yeah, and the best, best thing about that is you're, you're just making Benton use more clock. And Benton's coach, Bolton, wants a timeout to talk to her girls because they need buckets in a hurry with less than six minutes remaining in this game. 
Whether it's balls and strikes, fouls or flags, your referees and game officials are a vital part of high school athletics. If you've ever tried your hand at officiating, you know how hard these men and women work, and you certainly know that they would never miss a call intentionally. Keep these things in mind as you attend sporting events. After all, respecting officials and authority figures is one of the most valuable lessons we can teach our students. This message has been brought to you by your friends at 102.7 FM and the Missouri State High School Activities Association. So your coach Bolton and Benton's huddle here, Dan. What are you What are you telling the girls? Oh, you know, you you kind of know what your team's capable of. Um, you you've been it's been a it's been a long season, and and you've got an idea on how fast or how quick you can score. But you know, I'm telling my team, I'm saying, hey, let's try to cut this thing to ten by I don't know three minutes if we can. You gotta you gotta win it on the defensive end though. Um, so I you know I don't know what they're capable of. Of course, their coach does, but that's kind of what I'm telling my team right now is giving them a number, give them a time and saying, hey, we've got to do this by this amount of time. So um, just keep grinding. Um, there's not much you can do. We've got to find somebody that can stop Caroline. That's what I'm also telling them in there is, is I mean, she's locked in right now and, and is a tough guard. So, you know, maybe even throw out a junk defense or two, see, see what you guys can uh, maybe get us confused. Well, and Coach, Coach Bolton's got to be hoping for a, a shot to go in and a turnover a couple of possessions in a row where you can keep Carney from scoring. Back to man here. So, Carney throwing another wrinkle in back to man-to-man defense. A three is put up and hit by Jada Cox of Benton. We switched defenses for the first time in this game, and Benton makes their first three of the night. They were 0 of 12 before that shot went down for Cox. 35-21 Bulldogs. Abby Couch on the elbow, triple teamed, dribbles out of it, throws over to Caroline, top of the key. 5-12 remaining. Caroline holds the ball over the top of her head. Dribbles to her right, now over to Abby Couch to Braylon Rivera, and a turnover as Braylon threw it to Cox. Cox is going to drive left side, but fumbled the ball out of bounds. Exactly what the Bulldogs needed after that turnover is Benton to return the favor. Yeah, a couple different wrinkles. You know, Carney comes out in five, and it looked like Benton was kind of imploring almost a trap out of that man-to-man, they, and it kind of confused the Bulldogs there and led to a turnover and almost two points on the other end. Now Kenzie Hoffman into the game, replacing Rivera. As Abby Couch drives left, double teamed in the corner. Nice bounce pass out to Caroline. She wants another one, misses short. Rebound comes down to Herrera of Benton. She outlets to Cox, who wants to dribble right, guarded closely by Maddie Taylor. Bulldogs now back in that 2-3 zone. Played man for one possession, and Benton got 1-3, and now they're back in that zone. So Benton swinging it around the perimeter. Entry pass into Herrera. Herrera goes up over her right shoulder. She's fouled. Misses the shot, she'll go to the line for two. You know, I found traditionally uh, after coaching for a few years that if you start out in a zone and that switch to man-to-man, it's a tough switch for for your team to make. Um, there, it, there's a lot more energy and, and, and a lot more things to take care of, and it's a tough switch. Going from man-to-man to zone, you can your teams mostly can handle that, but it's a tough it's a tough going, a tough go going the other way. Herrera hits the first free throw, and she makes the second. Cuts the lead to 12, 35 to 23. Now Benton opens up in full court pressure. Caroline Kelly outlet pass to Kenzie Hoffman. Nice dish to Abby Couch. Off glass and misses. Abby kind of short-armed it. Rebound comes down to Herrera for Benton. And Benton's got some motion going here. Benton a drive. Poked out of bounds by Quinn Weekly. As Olivia Walters had what looked to be an open lane on the baseline to the basket. So 4-0-8 remaining. Benton now 
feeling it a little bit, and a three is blocked out of bounds down the hallway by Abby Couch as Jada Cox tried to take a quick three, and Abby said, not in my house. She took out that missed layup on the basketball on that block. Ben gets it in, and Abby with a deflection and a steal as Olivia Walters was double teamed in the left corner, and Abby with those tall hands and long arms deflected that shot. So Bulldogs on offense, Quinn Weekly, pass out to Maddie Taylor, top of the key between the circles, swing pass over to Kenzie Hoffman on the right baseline. Kenzie thought about a three, drew the defense to her, and we're gonna get a foul on Benton as Weekly was trying to set a screen and Olivia Walters kind of got frustrated with her and basically pushed Quinn and moved her back a couple of feet. And if you know Quinn Weekly, it's hard to move her out of a spot and the official saw it the whole way. Third team foul on Benton. Abby Couch to throw it on the sideline. You're five on the floor for the Bulldogs. Couch, Weekly, Taylor, Kelly, and Hoffman. Caroline gets it in. Right on the uh, Bulldog side of half court. Dribbles with the right hand down the right side of the court. All the way to the baseline. Now she wants to drive baseline. Throws it back out to Abby. Pass to Maddie in the corner for three. Rattles out. That was down and out. Rebound comes down to Herrera and Benton. And Benton wants to push. Jada Cox, right wing. Throws it over. Now back to her. Wants to put up a three. Got it. Jada Cox with a big three. Cuts the lead to nine with three minutes left. And Dan, you said it. They've cut it to single digits with three minutes remaining. And the Bulldogs got to find an answer. Timeout, Benton. Mike Davis Creative Services is in the business of creating web graphics, logo design, product brochures, social media video, and radio spots designed to strategically stand apart and resonate with your customers. You can call Mike at 816-584-1025 or visit our website at mikedaviscreative.net. You can also find valuable savings www.1027carneymo.com slash coupons. 3-11 remaining. Bulldogs by nine. Benton's cut into that 14, 13 or 14 point lead that the Bulldogs enjoyed most of that third quarter. And you don't get this far in the season and in the postseason without having quality basketball players and Benton starting to make some shots now. Yeah, you knew they weren't going away. Um, you know, I think during that timeout, coach probably implored them to Hey, let's try to make this a ball game. Carney right now is their best friend's the clock. Kenzie Hoffman enters the ball into full court pressure to Caroline, and Caroline's going to be fouled. Just the fourth team foul on Benton. So we've got a couple of fouls left until we get into the bonus. And it may come in handy for one of these teams. Caroline Kelly dribbling down the right side, beats about three Benton defenders, and we're going to have another foul on Benton as Jada Cox is going to be rung up for that foul. She reached in and knocked Caroline over and the ball out of bounds. Jada's first foul on the night. So the Bulldogs throwing on the sideline. 3.03 remaining. Benton in a man-to-man -man defense. Abby Couch on the right wing. Pitches over to Caroline who wants another three. Got yes. it! Caroline Kelly. Speaking of broken records, I talked about that in the pregame. Caroline, 28 on the night. And she had plenty of time to set her feet and get that shot up. Now Benton trying to hurry on offense, swinging the ball quickly around the perimeter. A three in the right corner by Herrera. Misses strong. Rebounds tipped about. Comes down to Benton and Walters. And she's going to get called for a double dribble as Kenzie Hoffman closed in as Walters dribbled out from that rebound. 
and forced the turnover. Nice defense by Kenzie Hoffman. Yeah, what a shot by Caroline on the other end. Big-time players make big-time plays, and, and that was a big play right there. Benton making a mini run of their own here, and, and, and Caroline puts a stop to it. Carney, those are those are uh, those are run killers. The Andy. Bulldogs have an answer. Caroline Kelly fouled. That's the sixth team foul as she was trying to break that full court pressure. They get it across the timeline. Kenzie Hoffman wants a three from the right wing. Boom! Got it. Kenzie Hoffman, big points, her first points of the night, and Carney on a 6-0 run to answer Benton's run. 2.06 left to go, fourth quarter, 41 to 26 Bulldogs. Here's a three by Cox from the right wing. Misses, Caroline Kelly with a two-handed sky rebound. Caroline wants to push. She gets tripped, no foul called, and now we'll get the foul called as Benton is incredulous as Megan Miller, a 5'5'' senior, into the game, tripped Caroline Kelly at about the three-point line. Caroline fell down, and there was a pause between her falling and the whistle, and that'll be the seventh team foul on Benton, and Caroline will go to the line with 154 left in this game. Yeah, crowd doesn't like it, and I don't think we would have been real happy with it up here if it was if it went the other way, but those officials almost have to call that anymore. If your feet get tangled up and the offensive player goes down, it's almost always a, a, a foul on the defensive team anymore. Caroline with a one and one, misses strong. Quinn Weekly fighting and picks up the rebound, but once again, the trailing official going to call Quinn for steps as she was fighting with two Benton defenders for that rebound. Now we're going to have an official's timeout as Benton threw the ball in on the baseline. I believe we might have a sideline warning or a, uh, a warning on the crowd as Carney's student section had a flag a full-size flag that they were waving in the air. And I think the officials believed that was either too distracting or Benton complained about it. And now the coach is giving the official from, the coach from Benton is giving the official an earful, I think, about the foul on Miller. So with 147 remaining, Benton throws in on the baseline. Peyton Anderson, top of the key, throws over to Cox. Inbounds, now a kick out for a three. Misses Strong, Quinn Weekly there for the rebound. That three put up by Peyton Anderson, missed Strong. And Caroline Kelly got a hold of that ball and she's gonna be fouled by Walters at half court as the Bulldogs had a chance to get across the timeline without Benton employing any sort of full court pressure. So Caroline will go back to the free throw line and try to add to her point total tonight. Yeah, hit your free throws here down the stretch, you win ball games. Got the first. 42-26, Bulldogs now stretching that lead after Benton made a push early here in the fourth quarter. With three minutes remaining, they cut the Bulldog lead to nine. And it's now 42-26. Benton enters the ball in, right block. Herrera with the shot, missed. Rebound, got her own, put it up, and it rattles out. But she's fouled, she'll go to the line. Herrera trying to get close to that 13-point average as that's going to be Abby Couch's fourth foul on the night, but with 118 remaining, unless Benton can do something unbelievable here and force overtime, that's not going to be a problem for Abby. Herrera makes the first. 
15-point lead for the Bulldogs. Second free throw from Herrera, and she's been automatic at the line tonight. Yeah, she's been about it, to be honest with you, for Benton on the offensive end tonight. Caroline Kelly throws out of the trap to Quinn Weekly. He tried to foul Quinn, but she threw it over to Kenzie Hoffman. Now Abby Couch on the right wing is going to be fouled by Olivia Walters. 106 remaining. And Abby will go to the free throw line for a one and one. That's the ninth team foul on Benton. And Olivia Walters' night is done. That's her fifth foul. Replacing her will be Berlin Smith, a 5'6 freshman guard. I'll tell you what, Benton competes for the youth they have on this team. They've got some good pieces, and they'll be good for years to come, I think. Yeah, you make it to this game, and as young as they are, you're right, they could, uh, they could challenge here down the road. Abby Couch hits the first, her third point of the night. Usually Abby scores in the uh, seven to eight point range, and Abby, clutch, hits both free throws. And with 105 remaining, your Bulldog lead is 16. Here's a step-in bucket made by Lauren Bright on the right block. But with under a minute remaining, Bulldogs will be on offense, and Benton is no longer attempting to foul. And you know what? Go ahead and foul Quinn Weekly. She's one of the Bulldogs' best free-throw shooters, but she gives it up to Kenzie Hoffman. Kenzie bounce pass to Caroline. Caroline double-teamed but dribbles out of it. Now she's going to be clearly fouled by Jada Cox with 35.3 seconds on the lead. It's Cox's third foul, and Caroline will go back to the free throw line for two this time. Tenth, tenth team foul on the Cardinals. Bulldogs now with a 14-point lead will back all of their rebounders back to half court and leave Caroline standing there with four Benton defenders. Caroline's first free throw, side iron, back bridge, and rolled down and in. And we're going to get some subs into the Benton, Benton game as they were cheering Caroline's free throw, and I couldn't decide exactly why. But coming into the game for the Cardinals will be a 5'5 senior, Megan Miller, replacing Lauren Bright. 35 seconds. Benton on offense. Steal by Caroline Kelly. Caroline down the left side of the lane. Left-handed layup. Good. <laughs> Let's add to it, Caroline. Nice job stepping in for her 33rd point of the night. It's got to be getting close to a career high. I know she scored 30 a couple of times this season, but I don't think she has scored over 30. Here's a shot by Benton. Put up too strong. Rebound Abby Couch. 10 seconds. Caroline Kelly dribbling it out and Benton backing off. What a good, what a great game. What a good finish. Team effort. Your district. 16 class four girls champions, Carney Bulldogs, who go run their 22nd in a row and end Benton's season and will move on to sectionals at Liberty North on Tuesday with a score of 48 to 30. We'll be back with your player of the game, some post-game comments, and the pregame for the boys championship. You're listening to Bulldog Basketball on the Bulldog Radio Network. Whether you're a large or small business or just want internet at your home, Casey Coyote is here to help with all your internet needs. We pride ourselves on being a redundant, resilient, and reliable network to provide you with the best internet available. You can give Casey Coyote a call and talk to one of our local, friendly customer service representatives to see if you pre-qualify for our service at your home or business. Casey Coyote, 
at 816-866-3038. That's 816-866-3038. Updike Barbecue and Catering not only serves national award-winning barbecued meats, but also delicious side dishes like garlic cheese potatoes and Lyle's special jalapeno corn. You can have your next event catered to your location or served in Updike's beautiful banquet facility. Their event space is open year-round and heated and cooled for your comfort. You can schedule your next event by calling 816-719-0765. Updike Barbecue and Catering, championship-style barbecue and banquet facilities. You should never have to experience worry when deciding on an assisted living community for you or a loved one. In fact, you should feel secure and confident about your decision. We were interested in Oak Point for Mom when we looked into their one-bedroom private apartments. It's independent living for her and peace of mind for me. To set up a tour or learn more information, please contact Tara at 816-628-0075 or visit the website at provisionliving.com. Oak Point Assisted Living and Memory Care. What else would you expect? After all, you're home. Marketing plays a huge role in the success of your business. Hi, everyone. Brian Watts from 102.7 FM, Carney's hometown radio station, and we can help you get your message across with our marketing tools. We not only use our airtime to help you out, but we also utilize the power of networking with our videos, website banners, and coupons. Your business captures more exposure and your message reaches more of your audience on more platforms multiple times daily, more than any other local media. It's a value-added tool you'll want to put in your marketing toolbox. For more information, you can call me at the radio station at 816-826-1111 or check out our website at 1027carneymo.com. Porter's Building Centers has an announcement to make. Kent Porter here, and I am proud to announce that Porter's is now your place for Benjamin Moore Paints. The high-quality service you expect from Porter's now with the high-quality paints that you trust from Benjamin Moore. So don't wander around a warehouse store for paint when you can swing by your local porters. If we don't get you everything you need in one trip, we'll deliver the rest of you for free. Benjamin Moore and Porters Building Centers in Kearney. Porters, we're here to help. The 13th Annual Home Health and Business Expo is set for Saturday, March 28th at the Kearney High School. Businesses in and around Kearney will be available for this networking opportunity. The expo is open to the public for a chance for you to meet local business owners and explore what our local businesses have to offer you. This event starts at 9 a.m. on March 28th, and for more information about attending or becoming an exhibitor, you can email Group at gmail.com. The 13th Annual Home Health and Business Expo on Saturday, March 28th at the Kearney High School. We'll see you there. When you shop locally, you support Kearney businesses who in turn help make our community a better place to live, work, and play. Our schools, parks, neighborhoods, and charitable organizations thrive as a byproduct of hardworking local entrepreneurs and people like you who choose to do business with them. Your Kearney Chamber of Commerce encourages you to shop local in Kearney. Price Chopper Rewards is all new. It's more flexible than ever with new ways to save and spend your savings. Now you can save every time you shop, whether you spend a little or a lot. Spend your savings how you want, when you want. Want to save on fuel? Do it. Want to save on food? You can. Want to save on fuel on your way home from saving on food? 
Go for it. Check your Price Chopper app to see the offers we have this week. Then choose to spend them at checkout or at the pump. Download the Price Chopper app now and start saving today. Basketball players know a lot about airtime, and so does your local flat clay electric cooperative. PCEC linemen climb electric poles or go up in buckets to repair and replace vital equipment. They spend airtime setting poles and hoisting up power lines and transformers as they build the electrical system. Platte Clay linemen are dedicated to providing members with safe and reliable power from your local cooperative. Platte Clay Electric Cooperative. Learn more at www.pcec.coop. Hey everybody, Jim Dickerson with Prime Business Group. You know, when you're dealing with marketing, targeting your market audience is one of the most key things you can do. The beauty of living here in Kearney is you can accomplish that through our own radio station. 102.7 FM KPGZ allows you to focus in on your target audience. You can give them a call at 816-826-1111, and you know that your message is being delivered to the very people that are your customers. Once again, Brian Watts over at the station, 816-826-1111. Get your business noticed. Updike Barbecue and Catering not only serves national award-winning barbecued meats, but also delicious side dishes like garlic cheese potatoes and Lyle's special jalapeno corn. You can have your next event catered to your location or served in Updike's beautiful banquet facility. Their event space is open year-round and heated and cooled for your comfort. You can schedule your next event by calling 816-719-0765. Updike Barbecue and Catering, championship-style barbecue and banquet facilities. What a battle for the Carney Bulldogs. Let's recap the highlights with the post-game wrap-up. Now, back to the press box with Andy Martins and Dan Herman on the Bulldog Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fieldhouse. Your Carney Girls Bulldogs take the District 16 championship by a score of 48-30, to 30, holding Benton to 10 points in the first half and 20 points in the second half to, on the dot, hold their opponent to their season average. The Bulldogs keeping just about every team they've played to 30 or less. Bulldogs shot 44% from the field on 17 of 39 shooting. They made 8 of 19 threes for a sizzling 42%. Most of that being Caroline Kelly and Maddie Taylor. Kenzie Kenzie Hoppin threw one in there too. They were 6 of 10 from the free throw line for 60%. They won the rebounding battle with 21 rebounds, 6 offensive and 15 defensive rebounds. Big night for the Bulldogs on the glass. They had 4 steals and 4 turnovers with 2 blocks. And as I said, in, as the clock was winding down, they will face their next opponent on Tuesday at Liberty North High School for the sectional round. Last year, we had to travel to Lee Summit West where the Bulldogs faced Nevada, Nevada, excuse me, and won that game to move on to the quarterfinals at Silverstein Eye Center's arena. Caroline Kelly, huge night for the fourth leading scorer in the Kansas City metro area. She scored 33. 22 of those came in the second half. And, you know, we, we expect 
good nights out of Caroline most nights, but tonight she really played probably one of her best games in the last game she may ever play here in Carney's Fieldhouse. Yeah, what a bounce back game. I know the last game she still ended up with 20 plus points, but you know her shooting percentage was not very good. She just kind of kept firing it up there and, and, and willed her team to a victory. But tonight, I mean, she started out, you know, just ready to go. It looked like she was driving to the rim early and then all of a sudden things opened up. Her team helped her out quite a bit. You know, we talked about how it was kind of a kind of a chipping effort from everybody early on and then when that happens and you're a, and you're a scorer you, you do start to relax and th that pressure kind of starts to ease off of you a little bit but you know what what a great end to her into her career here in this place with that steal and, and a layup there a left-handed layup there at the end of the at the end of regulation so um good to see her finish strong in the building and and uh, hopefully hopefully she can stay hot for the uh for the game next week well, we'll try and get one of the Bulldog ladies up here for a post-game interview to talk to him about this most recent win and moving on to the sectional game on Tuesday. So, tonight, game two, District 16 championship, the Fighting Irish of Lafayette out of St. Joe and your Kearney Bulldogs will play for the other championship trophy. A tale of the tape between these two teams. Lafayette comes into tonight with a 17-9 record and a 7-2 second-place finish in the Midland Empire Conference behind Chillicothe. The Irish are the number two seed in this tournament and made it here by way of a second-round victory over Savannah, 51-47. That game saw Braden Lucart and Colton Griffin take over in the second half to secure the four-point victory for the Irish. The Bulldogs bring a 12-13 record and are the number one seed in this tournament due to a difficult regular season schedule and a head-to-head -head win against these Irish earlier in the season in the Bulldog Classic. Carney held Lafayette to 36 points in that matchup, and behind Casey Metro leading scorer Brennan Watkins' 26 points beat the Irish by eight. I spoke with Coach Kirk Stegeman earlier today about that game and if these two teams are any different now, and here's what Coach had to say. Um, I, I think that there's some, you know, differences. Um, you kind of evolve throughout the season, and um, guys continue to work in their roles and things like that. Um, I think that we're really solidified and we're playing our best basketball right now um, on both ends of the floor, offensively and defensively. You know, we're comfortable in our gym, and hopefully we have a really good home crowd. I, I think that they've continued to develop and get better. They have two guys that really stand out to me on the offensive end, and we're going to have to contain and slow them down, and it, it's not going to be easy, but I think that we can be able to do it tonight. Handling full-court pressure is something that this team has had to deal with most of the mm -hmm. season. Do you expect the Irish to pressure you tonight, and how do you plan to handle it? Yeah, I think that I definitely think they're going to pressure us. Um, they've, they've shown uh, full-court man quite a bit, and sometimes they jump it and double-team. It's something that we've talked about the last couple days in practice. Um, throughout the season, we've seen a lot of different presses and things like that, and um, we have a couple kids that can handle the ball really well, and, and kids just got to play with confidence and make the, the correct decision tonight. For you as a coach and, and for the team, how does playing in the last game at the Fieldhouse feel? Oh, it's a great feeling. You know, just the, the opportunity for the community to come out and support. Uh, we have kids that have been here since they were five years old playing in this Carney basketball program, and, and to come up together and, and play, I don't think there's a better opportunity and a better moment for these seniors and these kids to have. Are there any other teams that you've played um, 
aside from Lafayette that play similarly to way Lafayette plays? Well, the, definitely we've played quite a few. Um, to, the, to me, that stands out is Grandview, Raytown South. They have some really good athletes. Park Hill South, Liberty, <laughs> pretty athletic as well. So, yeah, we've, we've seen a lot of really good teams this year. Uh, I, I actually looked in six teams we played, not counting St. Thomas Aquinas, are playing for district championships. So that shows how tough our schedule's been this year. So how similar do you think our Kearney team is um, to this Lafayette team? I, th I think there's definitely some similarities. You know, they have a little bit more athleticism, um, but, but both teams are, are, you know, the style of play is very similar. Um, I think that it's going to probably be a low-scoring game and the team that executes down the stretch and makes the extra plays and the extra passes and you know gets the loose ball or takes the charge is going to come up with the winner. That was going to be my next question. Uh, what do you feel like will be a winning score tonight number-wise? Well, you know, the first time we played them, it was 44-36, uh, I believe. Um, I'd, I'd love to play in the 40s again. Uh, we've, we've shown that we can play higher in the 50s and 60s, but I think if we bring... Uh, you know the defensive intensity that we need to and play team defense I think uh, we should be in pretty good shape all right good luck tonight coach it's gonna be a fun call thanks coach Kirk Stegman earlier today talking about matching up with this Lafayette team and we want to welcome in to the broadcast booth Quinn Weekly, senior forward for these Bulldogs I'm Andy Martins we're here after the Bulldogs win in convincing fashion 48 to 30 against St. Joe Benton and Quinn I gotta say that I was a little surprised when you guys came out in that 2-3 defense but I think you knew what you were doing coach Ressler knew what he was doing and I don't think Benton knew what to do with it that first half mm -hmm. absolutely we have been working on that and we had watched filmed on them and saw that that's kind of what they struggled with and we've been using that as of late to really get up on teams and um, really close out on their shooters so they don't get wide open uh, horse shots so we've been working on that for a long time and we executed it very well tonight and you knew Benton might come in a little physical tonight so that was one of the reasons for the 2-3 but also that puts you in kind of a tough position as you've got to cover a lot of ground in the paint um, there were a couple of times Benton was able to get to the bucket but to hold them to 10 first half points, I'd say the, the zone was effective, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. It helped when you can trust your teammates. I knew Abby or Braylon or Kenzie was going to be right behind me, and my guards would drop. And it's good to know that we're a family and we're going to play together. Yeah, that charge that Abby took was perfect because you kind of sold out and let her go right by you almost. I know you didn't let her go right by <laughs> you, but Abby was right there, feet planted, and took the charge. So tonight... Um, I don't know how closely the officials were watching your feet, but it seemed like every time you got the ball in a position to do something with it in the paint that uh, you either had two defenders crashing on you, making it tough on you, or uh, they were calling you for steps. Was it frustrating on your part, or is that just part of a game? It can get frustrating personally for myself, but I know that my teammates are there to pick me up when I'm getting upset or that I can just go make a difference on the defensive end. How does it feel playing your last game as a senior in the field house and picking up a win in the district championship. It feels great to win, but it's bittersweet that I'll never get to play in this gym again because Cardi's been a huge part of my life. And you've never lost in this gym, right? Nope, never. All right. How about Caroline Kelly tonight? The girl, she has no fear. She can shoot it from anywhere. Um, you know, you guys have been playing together for a long time. When did you know she had it tonight and that, uh, that you guys were going to be in good shape for this game? Before the game even started, you can just, <laughs> Carol has a different emotion when she's in her zone. She's really hyped up before the game. She is giving everyone high fives, even the ones that didn't even step a second on the floor. She, you can tell when she's ready to go, especially in the postseason. 
Yeah, and Abby Couch, Maddie Taylor, you know, your other, your other senior folks, um, they did a great job tonight picking up all the slack, which there wasn't much of it, but um, you guys had a great game on defense, and uh, good luck on Tuesday at sectionals. We'll be rooting for you. Thank you. All right, it's Quinn Weekly tonight winning her last and final game here in the Fieldhouse. We'll be back with more action as the boys tip off against Lafayette in a short bit. Thanks for listening.